...found by Carmela's very best friend, Ava Griu. Ellie has shared a few things with me, Carmela said, lying as gracefully as she could. She glanced over at Babcock. With us. Now she gave Babcock an encouraging nod. You remember Isabel, don't you? She's one of the assistant district attorneys. We've met, Babcock said politely. Just two more weeks, Isabel said. She held up two fingers and then fluttered her hand nervously as her engagement ring caught the light and glittered like a disco ball. That's some gorgeous ring, Carmela said. Now Isabel preened a bit. Isn't it? Three carrots, a VS2. Sweet, Babcock said, gamely trying to interject himself into a conversation that had suddenly turned girly. Flustered by the attention, Isabel took a step back from their table. I hope you two are still planning to attend my wedding. Absolutely, Carmela said. She had an awful feeling that she hadn't actually mailed back her RSVP. She'd been busy and scattered lately. What with teaching a series of card-making classes at her scrapbook shop, Memory Mine? Oh well. Maybe she could short-circuit things and give her reply to Ellie. Yeah, that ought to work just fine. Isabel glanced across the room where two of her friends waved at her. One tall and blonde, the other short and dark-haired. Well, I'm afraid I have to hustle off. I've been tasting cakes with Naomi and Cynthia and a few other folks from the wedding party. She rolled her eyes. And now I have a thousand other things to nail down. I'll bet you do, Carmela said. She gave a little wave as Isabel scampered away. Bye-bye. Good luck. Then, when Isabel and her friends were out of both sight and earshot, she leaned across the table and said, Do you recall me inviting you to her wedding? Babcock shook his head. Nope. Do you want to go? Do you want to be my plus one? Another head shake. Nope. Come on, Carmela said. Don't be an old poop. Weddings are exciting, romantic events filled with dancing, champagne, good food, and excellent cake. Carmela was particularly fond of cake, though champagne wasn't too far down on her list either. I'm pretty sure I have to work, Babcock said. You don't even know when her wedding is, Carmela snorted. So how do you know if you'll be called upon to bust an international smuggling ring of ladies' designer flip-flops or chase down a homicidal maniac? But Babcock didn't answer. He was suddenly frowning at the check that had been surreptitiously deposited at their table, running quick computations in his head. Hmm. He was good at dodging bullets, that's for sure, Carmela decided. Probably from all the practice he got as a police detective. She narrowed her eyes and studied him carefully. He was quite a catch, this guy. Tall, lanky, ginger-colored hair, Nice high cheekbones. A man who walked into a room and immediately projected a certain weighty presence. Plus, he had a penchant for snazzy clothes. Really snazzy clothes. Like Ralph Lauren Black Label and Montclair. Tonight, he was wearing a Burberry Brit jacket that widened his shoulders and nipped his waist. Always a good thing. Babcock glanced up and gave her a warm smile. Ready to go? Carmela returned his smile. Her upper lip dipped in a soft Cupid's bow, a luscious rounded lip 
that most women would kill for, or pay good money for in a plastic surgeon's office. I could get used to this, you know, Carmela said. She meant the dinner, the togetherness, and then some. The and then some, meaning the two of them would eventually head back to her place for a nice Sunday night canoodle. So could I, Babcock said. He held out a hand and helped her up from the chair. Then he slid both arms around her, pulled her close, and gave her a quick kiss. Uh-oh, Carmela cautioned. PDA? Babcock arched back an inch. What's PDA? Some kind of women's political group? A new design project? She brushed her lips across his cheek, feeling his warmth and energy. You know, public display of affection. Oh, that. He chuckled and grabbed her hand. Come on.